right, what I'll say next is we can't afford not to record. Hey, and we're back. Misunderstood, back in the man cave. Yep, we did have a live studio audience. Uh, we did, <laughs> didn't we? Uh, we? We've been abandoned. Yes. But we, we've got several topics to go over. So okay. we've got two songs. I got them queued up, ready to go. Oliver Anthony's... Uh-oh. Sorry. Oliver Anthony's Rich Men Over Richmond. Rich Men North of Richmond. Mm-hmm. And we've got Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. We talked about Jason Aldean's. Yeah, so we can, we can probably just focus on uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. Rich Men North of Richmond. I, we both saw the Barbie movie this weekend. Yes. And... I've been singing its praises. Like, I'm, this is my new favorite movie. I, right. I think my expectations were too high. Sweet chili brought the worst Dorito flavor ever. You don't like sweet chili? No, man. Oh, man. That's like a family favorite. Is it? Yeah, we don't We don't mess with Cool Ranch anymore. Oh, Cool Ranch, is, that's the second worst flavor. Okay, well, I we agree with that. Cool Ranch tastes like bad breath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a regional kind of tastes like guy. bad breath? Pumpkin spice. Kennedy said pumpkin spice tastes like bad breath. <laughs> That's our live studio audience. And we're back with the live studio audience. Our live studio audience is back. And she rolled up here. I asked for some some chips and she brought some spicy sweet chili. Would you put them on the floor? Pick them up. You put them on a table or something. Thank you. I appreciate it, niece. But I don't think you're going to sell any sweet chili lime. All right. Well, either way, let's get back to the topic at hand. All right. Uh, Barbie movie, which Barbie I definitely movie. want to talk about because, like, I'm in love with this movie. It is my favorite movie now. Yeah, it was a good and, uh, and I, like, my whole progression of favorite movies, like, Inherit the Wind was my first favorite movie. I got saw it in high school mm-hmm. and or middle school. And then I, I liked it. It was a weird movie for a little kid to like, but I liked it. Don't and, think I've seen that either. Uh, it's about the Scopes Monkey Trial. Nope. <laughs> it's a courtroom drama from the 1950s. Nope. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird kid movie for a 14 year old love. But I, I, I love that movie for a long time. Uh, and then Shawshank Redemption. Of course. Which just jumped in there. And for like most of my 20s, like if I come in and TBS was showing the shank. And you can watch it anywhere. <laughs> just you stop in, in my you towel. Could, you could jump anywhere jump in, in that movie. And, and I was like, watching the rest of it. Yes. Uh, at least until Brooks was here. I'll never so. forget it. <laughs> How often do you ever look at a man's shoes? So the shank. And then after the shank, um, Salt Lake City Punk, SLC Punk. Uh, Sean had a DVD copy of it, brought it to me and watched it in this garage. Boom. Favorite movie. Now, Barbie. Okay. Barbie's my favorite movie. You like mediocre movies. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cold. Uh, that's cold. <laughs> Salt Lake City Punk was it was decent and I wouldn't put it in top anything. Oh, wow. Wow. It spoke to me, man. Um, Requiem for a Dream, probably the best movie I've seen oh, that I'll never watch again. Never watch again. <laughs> uh, but I guess that's that's part of what makes a movie in, in my favorites mm-hmm. is I'm willing to rewatch. OK. So I think in that same vein, I could probably put um, Forrest Gump okay. is one yep. of those movies. Forrest that, Gump, I agree. But at this point, like I won't watch Forrest Gump. If it's on on TV, it's like, that's too much movie for me. Really? Yeah, it's too much. That, to me, that's like a Shawshank. You could jump in anywhere and, and complete it. it. It was for a very long time for me. Like mm-hmm. I said, it was a favorite movie of mine. Um, but right now, it's like it was a favorite movie. Oh, wow. I almost, I'm almost getting there with Shawshank. 
Like oh. if I catch Shawshank in the middle, I don't think I'd start it. But there's been a couple times where I've like come in and that that stretch starts where they're just like driving up the whole driveway to the to the prison, and I'll sit down and watch it. Oh man, Shawshank anywhere. Uh, life same. Life became a movie I enjoy. I first I watched it in the theater and I thought it was too long. It wasn't funny. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I agree. My wife actually put me on to life. Yes, she did. She, she quoted it yes, so much. She would, she would quote life. And I'm like, but also my wife quotes weird movies. Uh, she'll quote um, Color Purple. <laughs> and, <laughs> and to me, the Color Purple, you know, they're memorable quotes. Yes. Those aren't the ones she uses. <laughs> so She's not doing see the like, This, this is ugly. clearly a person who's seen this movie front to back. Okay. Um, and, and she did that with life. Now I feel like I can keep up with her and her references. I, and she's elevated life for me. Yes. Like, I really do like life now. I'll, I'll sit and watch it. I'll throw it in one of my favorites, too. I, I don't understand why I didn't like it at first, because it was an all-star cast. Uh, funny from beginning to end. It really is. I, I can't explain it either. I don't know why I didn't like it either. I didn't sit in that theater. Um, and I don't know if it was the theater experience versus the home experience. Because exactly the opposite happened. Tress and I went on a date and saw the rundown with The Rock <laughs> in the theater. Uh-huh. Big screen. The Rock, you know. Get out of here, monkey. It's like, <laughs> this is the best movie. We're out here bragging on it. This is the best movie. We go rent it, bring it home. We're like, oh, gosh. This movie's not good on a regular size TV. Okay, so <laughs> we're just going to have to watch a Barbie movie when it comes out on DVD. We may have to watch Barbie on a TV screen. Okay. Because there, there was a lot. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. It just wasn't great for me. Oh, man, from the opening. And I and I might have ruined it for my kids because I'm cracking up. Like, when they opened that up with that Space Odyssey 2000, and right off the bat, I'll put this in the thing. Spoiler alerts. But I don't think any of these spoilers will ruin it for you. Okay. When they opened it up with that Space Odyssey 2000 and, and showed that shift from dolls only allowing girls to be mothers mm-hmm. to this idea of a doll can be an aspiration. Okay. Like this is this change in womanhood mm-hmm. that happens in the same way that those monkeys in 2001 finding a tool was what created the space race, which turned into space travel and, and pushed the whole movie forward. Hmm. Like I was like, this is brilliant. Now right I, off the I bat. will say I did like the, um, how they, they were able to poke fun at, uh, previous mistakes and, uh, like Barbie bombs, like the, the pregnant Barbie. Um, even Alan. Oh gosh. Alan. He was actually released. He was, um, I think he was named after a nephew or something. Yeah. <laughs> they and they did a good job even in the end where I was like, Alan ain't real. And yeah, then they he went was. through the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, Alan and, is real. And he was even made to uh to fit Ken's clothes. <laughs> so he mentioned that in one part of the movie. <laughs> he did. Uh Alan Alan is the character I related to most in that movie. Now uh, did I don't you, think have I'm you a heard Ken. the conspiracy theory? What's oh no. I I need to hear this. What's That's, the conspiracy theory? Um Barbie movie is just Black Panther rewritten. Oh um, my gosh. Ken is Killmonger who tries to bring an Come outside back world oh back. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. It, it, same story. Yes. Yes. 
He was rejected because one of the questions, and they never answered this question, but it was a beautiful question. Where does Ken live? Because <laughs> they asked him the question and they were like, ah, we don't care. Nobody cares about Ken. <laughs> so it really was a Killmonger style thing yep. where it was like, well, if I can't be part of it, I'm going to burn it down. Yep. And he came back and did that. Oh, that is wild. That, that might explain again why I like this movie so much. Because I felt that way about Black Panther. Okay. Um, I don't know why I didn't put Black Panther in favorite movies, but Black Panther to me didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a movement. Like there was a while I would walk around and Wakanda salute people in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went hard for that movie. So showing up to the movie theater, Dashikis. <laughs> So I, I went a little too hard for Black Panther to just put it in like a movie range. Like it changed how I behaved. Mm -hmm. So Black Panther is in a different different realm a little bit. Uh, I went back and rewatched everything with Chadwick Boseman, you know. Um, Man, his catalog. Yeah. Uh, to my kids, he was, uh, I guess, he, you know, he, he was everybody. Uh, he was Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. He was... Uh, they're good Marshall. I feel like my mic just went out. Did your mic? It should be fine. Can you hear me? I can't hear myself. Hello. And I uh, think I'm back. Yep, I'm back now. Hello. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was uh, Jackie Robinson. Third good Marshall. Uh, James Brown. Uh, yeah. All of the man, all those stories were good and they weren't perfect people. Which no. is what was crazy. And I mean, they were very honest about kind of the the grandiose behavior of Thurgood Marshall, mm -hmm. the unhinged genius of James Brown. Like he did a good job of flying the flaws uh, and keeping the genius mm -hmm. of, of a lot of those characters. So I loved it, except for Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was just he was, he was a good guy all the way through. <laughs> Who's going to play characters from our generation? Like who are the characters think, from our generation? Uh, Kanye West. Uh, there's gonna be an R. Kelly story. Um, I think Kanye West is, is got to be on the same range as Prince. Like the only person that's playing Kanye is Kanye, <laughs> so he he got to put his own movie together. I, I don't think so. Uh, maybe I, I can't imagine <clears throat> like the Whitley Gilbert story starring Zendaya. <laughs> I don't I don't know how. <laughs> I I don't know how the next gen. I don't know who in our generation is great. Is the other know. thing. Is it doesn't feel like our generation has icons the same as the greatest generation had. Um, Even our parents' I generation. I think that's because we're living it. Do you think our parents were? I mean, even when it came to James Brown, mm -hmm. like he really wasn't as celebrated until he died. He came to our campus. He did. You know, I I wasn't as excited about going to his concert. You know, now after he passed, I regret not going. I gotta be honest. He was a seventy-two-year-old man. Yeah, uh, he could not James. You know, no. you know when, when he, I did, he would hit a hit a couple. He, he hit a couple, mm -hmm. and then they put that cloak on him, <laughs> and, and he needed it. Like he had to relax. <laughs> this wasn't just showmanship. This was an old man getting it. Uh, so I don't think you missed a lot. Like you being able to say he came to our campus, I don't think is much different than me saying like I went and saw him. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, <it> is. <laughs> oh. Oh. You went to see him live. You got to see James Brown. 
perform. There's a difference between, yeah, he came to campus. All right, back on track. Back on track. So, Barbie movie, you're saying mediocre. Let me let me hear your. I I wouldn't say mediocre. Uh, is that in, um, I think uh, you know taking a eight year old who had more questions and and didn't understand a lot of the content in the movie, it made it harder to enjoy. It definitely was an adult <clears throat> movie. I mean, mm-hmm. no doubt, this is a movie made for people twenty five or older. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't a kid movie. Even the references, like. Who under 30 has seen Space Odyssey? Most people under 50 haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Right. <laughs> and I don't really like the Space Odyssey movie. I sat and watched it because so many of my peers who wrote for like Conan O'Brien or SNL or um, The Simpsons would talk about these movies. So mm-hmm. I went and watched a lot of them. I didn't like Space Odyssey that much. It was really, really long. And it didn't feel like it had a point, but I needed the references to enjoy the comedy. Okay. And it worked out in this one. Like the reference helped set the tone for the movie right off the bat. Mm. Like they're telling you this Barbie is a shift. You don't have to just be a mom. You can be anything you imagine. And then we open in a Barbie world and girls are everything. Mm -hmm. Um, what kind of questions did the eight-year-old have? Oh, gosh. You put me on the spot. Because um, the beach off was they, about they the worst question a, I they got. They made anatomic questions. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. And at one point, Ken even says that he has all of them. Yep. And then, yeah. And I, I think, again, being at our age, that is very comical that that becomes, even without him ever having cared about that before, now becomes like, important that mm-hmm. other people think a certain way about him uh, I loved it I, I loved this movie okay. like all the bits I, I thought it was good <laughs> didn't think it was great I'll, I'll accept also the I'll same on you. weekend you know same day mm-hmm. I watched uh, Blue Beetle which I thought was an excellent movie again all women superheroes right and Samuel L no Blue Beetle was about a uh, Hispanic superhero uh Male. Yes. Um, okay, which one am I thinking about with Captain Marvel and there's like four of them? No, I don't know what you're thinking of. But we have we have a huh? your your daughter who's who's correct. Marvels? Okay. With Captain Marvel and Yeah, I think you're thinking of Captain Marvel. I am. Is Blue, Blue Beetle, Beetle in the same Marvel universe? I don't think so. They didn't make any reference to any other uh, Marvel characters. I don't think it was actually a Marvel movie. Okay. What's Blue Beetle about? Uh, it was about a Hispanic superhero um, who had ancient tech that allowed him to, well, you know, I guess the, the suit or the, um, it's almost like a um, parasite that chooses its host. Mm-hmm. And that host, you know, choose the person to give these powers to. Okay. And it was uh, it was actually Miguel from Cobra Kai, who's oh, the main character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, they had good comic relief in um, George Lopez, who was the uncle. Who, okay. Who did stereotypical uh, Hispanic things like he had a truck, you know, with all the the advanced auto accessories <laughs> and, and the horn. <laughs> okay. But uh. The, it, it was very, it was very enjoyable. All right, 
So you, you rate that one higher? I do, I do. And you rate that higher because the family dug it. Uh, I think I, I enjoyed it too. It was it was uh, it was it was action. There was a lot of comedic uh, references in it. Um, to me, it was just it was a more enjoyable movie than Barbie. I gotta say, I, I now Barbie there was a lot of messages in the movie. A lot of messages, like a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yes. <laughs> it, it was almost overwhelming, mm-hmm. the number of messages, um, but well delivered. Like a lot of messages I felt without being overly preachy about them, mm-hmm. offering a lot of them in a very comical way. Um, now, I did like the reference to the uh, the Barbie that, that I grew up seeing, like the, the, the throwaway destroyed. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> almost like the. With regrets, the Angelica Pickles little uh, Barbie oh, gosh. type character. What did they? What did they call Weird Barbie? <laughs> yeah, Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. Yes. Like everybody has seen that, that that Barbie that you know kid takes scissors to and then starts coloring on it with a crayon. Played too hard with. <laughs> Just played too hard with. And my daughter's over there explaining she's done the same thing or car she's blaming yeah. somebody else now, it's always somebody else that did it now if they had taken it a step farther and just had her naked I would have been like <laughs> that's accurate because <laughs> weird Barbie never has clothes on uh, most Barbies <laughs> don't have clothes on the kids get bored like well, I don't know if they get bored I think they get tired because the clothes are very hard to get on and off yeah, you have to change their outfits. So that that is the, like the first twenty minutes of all play mm-hmm. is just selecting outfits, and the next twenty minutes is playing with the naked Barbie dolls because the dresses are hard to get on, and and that's what it felt like. I'm just gonna pretend clothes on this Barbie because <laughs> this dress don't fit and the zipper keeps the Velcro keeps coming loose. I'm tired of asking Dad to come get this on. Uh, okay, so put Barbie in that lower range. Yeah, but in the end, what I would say is if you have a older teenager or better yet just a couple I think it's a great now, movie how old would you say as a teenager because I think uh, I th- almost think it was my teenager I don't think enjoyed it I don't think so as either and our, our daughter's our daughter's same age 14 14 so I think my oldest daughter who is 18 almost 19 me more along you know would had have enjoyed it more it would, and it, it's, that's wild. I think I enjoyed it the most out of everybody who went there. Mm. And that gets into another scary thing because oh. Dave Chappelle leaving the Chappelle show mm-hmm. left the Chappelle show specifically because people weren't laughing with him. They were laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was one skit in particular that, that somebody on the stage laughed a little too much and they were like, he is not understand the joke he's laughing at me clowning mm-hmm. and so now that also worries me that if I go to this movie with three girls and I'm the one that walks out laughing and, and loving this movie because you don't understand it well there were some jokes I didn't understand and I was like okay I'm not supposed to get that joke it's just not for me um, but you wouldn't laugh at I didn't laugh at okay. it because I didn't understand it okay uh, the, the, whole movie, the whole movie ended with a joke. I don't understand at all. And I was like, I don't think I'm even supposed to ask. Mm. I did not get the last joke. Now, while we're talking about movies, I do want to make a recommendation. Okay. Of a sleeper, a surprise movie. Um, I actually downloaded the Tubi app. Okay. And I watched Cinnamon. What is Cinnamon? 
<laughs> Cinnamon was, is a uh, a movie about a crime that's gone wrong. Uh, now, now I know you, you're. Have you have you seen some of the uh, the memes and the, the jokes about Tubi movies? No. Where like they joke about how low budget they are and are they African made? No, no. no it's no. just a, it's a it's a free network. Okay. Tubi's free. Um, it just has commercials. I think that's how they pay for. Okay. And Cinnamon is a movie on, on Tubi. Tubi. Yes. And like Cinnamon yeah. is one and of those. And if you'll see like, some of these, uh, you know, spoofs of, of Tubi movies where. Um, they'll they'll talk about like the villains and and he's holding the gun and then they'll cut back to him and it's a different color gun <laughs> and his hair's changed or he's got a tear in his eye and then the next scene it's gone because now or the boom mic is is everybody can shot. do everybody can do this yes so just like us like sitting in my garage with microphones that we got <laughs> off of Amazon everybody's podcasting yes whereas it used to take a whole studio in order to. People are doing the same thing with mm-hmm. movies, but but there are gems. Yes, and I, I and this, this the cast is what got me. It has Damon Wayans in it and Pam Greer. Wait a minute. So this is a this is a, <laughs> at least a B list cast. Yeah, and, and the movie because uh, my wife, I will say you know I love her, but she will spoil a movie because she'll pick up plots and and. <laughs> She was like, you know, I I know what's gonna happen. This is this is dead giveaway, and she'll predict the movie, and and it won't be enjoyable the rest of it because because she's just, already pointed it out. She was not able to do that with this movie. Oh, okay. Now so I will say one thing is, you gotta look past watch. is the coincidences. The amount of coincidences is is almost hilarious. <laughs> Good coincidences, <laughs> bad or just coincidences? I, I feel like for. Uh, Budget purposes, they needed these coincidences to tie the story together, but it was an enjoyable movie. Okay, and, and, so and also got realizing recommendations. That, that they weren't dealing with a, a big budget. Okay, so I will. I recommend this movie. Well, I love Pam Greer. Me too. So I watch anything with Pam Greer. This is a different role. Okay, she's not sexy Pam Greer. because uh, even in uh. I don't think that's possible. Foxy Brown? Well, not Foxy Brown. What's the last Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. But did you watch her in the TV show? Um, Gosh, what was the TV show she was in? Almost Home? Trust it. What was the TV show Pam Greer was in? Where they were out in the country? Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home. No. She was in a TV show. Bless This Mess. Bless This Mess. There it is. She was in a TV show called Mm -hmm. Bless This Mess. Uh... Well, she's not meant to be sexy in this. Like, she's got one eye. <laughs> All right. They had to work hard. I like me some Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have to go watch it. Yes, please do. Download the Tubi app. It's free. You might have like three or four commercials in there oddly placed during the movie, but I enjoyed the movie. My wife and I watched it last night. Okay. All right. So, we've got, so far, we've got a pretty positive run on movies. Mm-hmm. So, say Barbie movie's good, not necessarily a family movie. Yeah. Uh, and really, uh, not a young person's movie. No, it's other thing. Even though it's, it's definitely Barbie, I'd um, say late teens, early twenties. Okay, if if they want it to be enjoyable. All right, and then have you seen The Little Mermaid? I did not. Okay. We uh, we opted out of Little Mermaid because uh, it is actually available streaming now. Oh, and and we all I think we both of us took advantage of the four dollar uh, theater day. We did. That's, my, that's how I saw Barbie. My family and I, we, we went all out. We saw three movies in one day. Whew. It was too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Especially when you were with, you know, people who don't really enjoy movies back to back, like, uh, you know, my wife and my son. They were kind of done right. after two. Just you and Mariah. Were yeah. Ready. You like, we, your we were actually thinking about going to see a fourth movie uh, after but we you dropped had them to off. them off. Yeah. To get, to get that done. Okay. All right. So we got we got a pretty good movie list. I, what I will say is I would highly recommend Little Mermaid. Okay. Like, amazingly we, we definitely We definitely want to watch it. Uh, and But uh, we... we uh, the price to see it in the theater uh, is about yeah. equal to purchasing it and being able to watch it over and over again. Okay, and so we would never purchase it. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we went and paid to see it in the theater. Uh, and really, almost like, just we're going to make sure we support, but amazing. She, she's a great actress. She really just is. It's not easy to do, because you've got to be, while she's doing this, most of the time alone, mm-hmm. like singing to a tennis ball on the, you <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, <laughs> and it doesn't feel that way. It feels like all the stuff around her is there with her, so she did a great job of acting. Uh, it was a good choice. Okay. Uh, now, uh, it is a musical, right? It's it's the same movie. I'm, I'm not big on musicals. It's the same movie as the cartoon. Okay. It Maybe is, I'll enjoy it. May, uh, I haven't seen Lion King real life. Okay. Had you seen that one? Yes. I hadn't. I didn't see it because I went and saw Lion King 3D, mm-hmm. and Lion King 3D was terrible. What? It was terrible. What? Yeah. And, and here the reason is Lion King was animated for 2D. So there are things that happen in Lion King, like Zazu's tail catches fire and he flies off. But he flies backwards into the sunset because it's animated. <laughs> in a 3D movie, he should fly forward towards the audience so you feel him coming out. Mm-hmm. So there were all these things that just didn't translate into 3D. And then you just end up watching this 2D movie through these glasses with very little okay. depth. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of 3D anyways. It gives me a headache. That, so that that's what I would say. Watching 3D Lion King was watching Lion King with a headache. Okay, that, That's all it was. That's why I didn't enjoy it. Still a great movie. Uh, okay, got through the movie references. Blue Beetle, go watch it. Um, Little Mermaid, purchase it when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can watch it in theaters. I think it's still in theaters. If it's still in theaters, go see it in theaters. Cinnamon, catch it on Tubi. For free. For free. <laughs> with a few oddly placed commercials. Like, I'm sold on Tubi now. I, I'm I'm excited about watching more low-budget movies, so... Well, you know, I, I I feel like we have to start doing a little bit of that. We need to highlight a movie uh, per week. Okay. There needs to be a Tubi movie of the week. And so right now it sounds like Cinnamon is that movie. Okay. And if we'll keep it this week, let's go ahead and roll it in the next week as well so I can watch it. We can get a little bit of chat going about okay. Cinnamon. All right. So I'll go try and catch Cinnamon on Tubi and we'll do the Tubi movie. Um Closing out. So we're we're about 30 minutes in. I, I'm not supposed to name time anymore. About 15 minutes left. We've got two songs that we're going to close out on. Well, I think we can focus on one because um, we did talk about the other one. We did talk about it. Podcast. So we got Richmond north of Richmond. Okay. And you haven't really heard the song. Like I, I played it for you in a kind of crowded room and mm-hmm. nobody was able to pay attention. So I've got it queued up and I can roll it through here okay. as part of this. So I'm going to go ahead and, and hit play. Let's hear it. Wake up, ain't it not be true? 
time for a pause yeah it's a good time for a pause okay um i like the, i like the melody yeah um great I, voice I, I i i agree with the lyrics so far because uh i don't feel like politicians look out for uh for their constituents now see i i think i i disagree i think most politicians do really yeah I think most politicians look out for their constituents because their constituents are the ones that reelect them. I think other people's politicians don't look out. Like mm-hmm. most people, if you were like, if you come into Virginia and you say, who's the worst politician? Nancy Pelosi. You don't vote for Nancy Pelosi. She's not supposed to be doing things for you. She's doing things for people that she's around. Who is your worst politician? Who is it that you get a chance to vote for that you don't like? And what you'll likely find is a lot of people are winning votes. They're voting for people who get elected Mm -hmm. and they're still unhappy about somebody else somewhere else. But I still also feel like people vote against their own interest. Constantly. Yeah. Um, Because they're sidetracked by issues that don't even pertain to them. Yeah, I, but I think all of the black community did that in the 90s when we were voting for higher and higher uh, prison sentences. Mm-hmm. That's because we didn't know how to handle the. Uh, I'll say this started in the 80s yeah. with the crack epidemic. Yep. Uh, we didn't. We we knew it was a problem, but we we were, our understanding was this was going to help fix it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. But I, I think American people tend to do that quite a bit mm-hmm. is we go. This thing is a problem. But, Let's uh, vote but to you fix don't it. think that we were voting to uh, address a, a major concern in our community. Yes, I think we're doing that. But I think when what we voted for goes bad, we blame the politicians instead of blaming ourselves. And, and I see it as different as somebody who's voting to uh, ban abortions. I don't think that issue directly affects them at all. Very likely doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, bring him a little bit. <laughs> Getting to taste a little. Why well, making the dessert for for? I don't know what she's making it for. What's the dessert for? Myself. Oh, for fun. Hey, back on two feet. She's cooking again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I. That is true. We don't always vote our interest. The people who are voting against abortion. Mm-hmm have a skewed sense of who gets abortions. Mm-hmm. I think that part is just true. There's this now, belief. Do you, now, your statement, do you think that black people don't vote our interest? Correct. You have to give me an example. I, well, I think the biggest example was drugs. 
You, is, but you don't think that we were we were I think we were genuinely trying to vote to address a problem because mm-hmm. we didn't know how to address it. Yes. I think that, now, is that and the abortion issue is totally different to me. But the black people, for the most part, aren't pro life. Most of us are pro choice. Mm. Um, we're anti-abortion. I'm anti-abortion, but okay. I'm still pro choice. Because to me, having an abortion is unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Whatever circumstance exists where I would have to terminate a pregnancy is terrible beyond anything I can imagine. Because mm-hmm. all the other stuff I can imagine, like when we were pregnant, my wife at points was scared to death, especially with our first child of having to have a child. Mm-hmm. There were points where we were financially strapped and couldn't afford the bills to have the child. So all the things people tell me why they have abortions, I go, no, that, those things can't be the, the bad part because I faced those mm-hmm. and they were scary and abortion never came as an idea. Whatever else pushed you to the point where an abortion has to happen had to be bigger than the things I can imagine. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where I, I, I get into, into issues. The people that they want to stop from having abortions don't exist. Like, there's no terrible woman out there. So it's a strawberry and cream dump cake. With extra cream cheese. Oh, man. Do you, you don't like cream cheese? No, I didn't want it in my sushi. In sushi? Okay. Yeah. I like cream cheese. <laughs> okay, so the dump cake's good. I'm going to get up and have some in the morning. Although I've been eating a little bit tonight. I haven't done a good job of my after late diet. Um, what You know what scared me the most about, though, at the beginning of this song? And I didn't play it because I had the, t- the volume turned down. Okay, I didn't hear it. Very so. first thing he said. my soul, working all day. The idea of selling your soul at your job. It feels like a lot of people feel that way right now. I can see that. Um... Because I, I feel like I was at that at one point where I was working every day, but I didn't see the benefits of what I was working for, mm-hmm. especially when you, you work a job with with overtime. Gosh, and I, I, it scares me because your job felt so important. Uh, it was. Um, but. At the same time, I I was sacrificing uh, time with my family, and which, which to me that is the most important thing to me over any job. Yeah, man. the The scariest thing I heard, and I've been I've been sharing it lately, on, on Instagram, and it was like twenty years from now, the only people that are going to remember that you worked late are your kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang. And it, it, it like today, I ended up working late working with other kids, son principal working at the school, mm-hmm. and I come home and I'm short with my own kids. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking, man, I'm like giving my students a better version of me than I'm giving my own family. Mm. And I think there are a lot of people, and I, I have a feeling you were doing that, like dealing with clients in a way that is kinder, gentler, more patient, more steering. And you go home to your family and you're short with them because you want them to get where they're supposed to do, get or be where they're supposed to be or yeah. start the next thing. Yeah, that You have higher expectations of your kids. I, I, I hope that's where my my shortness comes from mm. and not that I've, I've used all my 
my I mean, kindness. But that, yeah, that doesn't make up for being shorter mm-hmm. and not having as much patience. That, they, 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 they deserve the same amount of patience. They do. And this worries me the most. Um, that that first line of selling your soul is people write. It doesn't feel like people can get jobs that they love anymore. Mm-hmm. And I love being an educator. But I'm starting to find less and less educators who are also willing to stand up and say the same thing. In fact, a lot of educators are leaving. Mm-hmm. They, I don't love it enough to deal with. Or just not enough to spend less time with my family. Not enough to spend less time with my family. And then I, I can also see why. Like, we went to Panda Express, and a manager at Panda Express starts at 45, 50, up to 89. Oh, I thought they started like 70. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, man, I can manage a Panda Express. Shoot, uh, UPS, uh, I think they're paying like six figures. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that I've, I've thought about that. And that. But at the same time, I I do think that they work for it. I, I, I don't, I've never met anybody at UPS that wasn't putting in overtime and working holidays. OK, now I think this gets to the next part, because what we played so far is kind of the, the what we agree with. Mm-hmm. And, and then he starts to get into a little bit of, of the welfare push, because right now the statement in the song is. I'm working too much. Mm-hmm. The money I'm earning doesn't cover what I lost earning it. Mm-hmm. Government's taking in taxes. Okay. What government doesn't take in taxes, it doesn't spend the same way. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, now, do, you, do you agree with these? I don't think the government overtaxes. I think that I think we are. I think they do. Really? Mm-hmm. I what should your current level of services cost? I think taxes should be equal across the board. What do you mean equal? If somebody makes uh, $40 million, then they should pay 20 to 30% in taxes just like I do. So you'd be in favor of lowering the taxes on the very wealthy? No, raising the taxes on the wealthy. Because if they pay 30%, if, if you're rich enough, you get out of taxes. Yeah, you get out by loopholes. Yes. But not out of income taxes. So income taxes are equal okay. if you earn the money. I get what you're saying is we don't tax everything equally. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the easiest ways to tax everything equally but it would be to tax goods. So okay. all the taxes would be on whatever is sold. Mm-hmm. And so you buy a yacht, you're going to pay a million dollars worth of, you know, a couple million dollars worth of taxes on a yacht because it's worth a couple million. Mm-hmm. If you buy a, a Dodge Caravan, I'm going to pay a couple hundred dollars in taxes because it's only worth a couple thousand, you know. So that's one of the ways. But I think our graduated income tax works for earners. I think most of us who earn money are taxed appropriately for mm-hmm. the services we get from the government. Okay. I think some of the services we get from the government work so well, we don't know we get them. Mm-hmm. I think the town of Rocky Mount is probably one of the best examples. The town of Rocky Mount is gorgeous. Yeah. Grass is almost always cut. Trash is picked up in town. Cans are put back in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Come home to Christmas. Is, Come home to Christmas. It's Christ- almost like a what, funny farm. Oh, my gosh. When they were the town was uh, 
we, pretending to be what they weren't. Yes. Yeah. We oh. look like that. We, mm-hmm. They they hang the banners up uh, every year in the wreaths at Christmas and lights everywhere. Our library is inviting and functional. Our farmer's market always looks like, you know, something could be happening there, even when things aren't mm-hmm. like we've got this really idyllic town. And I know the people that wear the yellow vests that keep this town going mm-hmm. and work these same overtime hours for less pay than they deserve. And for us to say our taxes are too high is us saying those folks need to be paid less for the work they do to keep this place functioning. Hmm. Our police officers. Definitely underpaid. Underpaid. So we've got all these government services that we do absolutely love. I mean, right down to the roundabouts, which all got put in, and then some of this was state level. This was VDOT that came in. This was state taxes that helped put a lot of these things in. Most of the roundabouts, before they put them in, had a public hearing, had the plans put out. I don't understand roundabouts. You don't? They're don't. brilliant. You don't have to stop. It's a full stop without stopping. Is it a Virginia thing? What do you mean? Because I, I guess just in the last like year or two, I've seen roundabouts pop up everywhere in Virginia. Roundabouts are a European thing. Yeah, but I mean, did Virginia just get on this kick of, of we need to have more roundabouts? Vir- yes, because Vir- there's there's a lot of four way stops mm-hmm. and we've got increasing traffic in Virginia. Okay. And so if we think about where a lot of our roundabouts are showing up out in the Smith Mountain Lake area, mm-hmm. Smith Mountain Lake used to be seasonal. There were people there in the summer. And like stores closed in the winter and like it shut down. We, mm. There was nobody there. That's not the case anymore. There's people at Smith Mountain Lake all year. Mm. There's traffic at Smith Mountain Lake all year. Mm-hmm. So some of these long stretches where I got into an accident on heading down towards Booker T mm-hmm. because a trailer had to pull off on the road. And the person behind me ran into the back of me. Mm. And so preventing people from stopping in the road prevent somebody from hitting you in the back and roundabouts prevent people from having to stop. Okay. So I think that's why they're showing up is because they're the best solution to a problem we're increasingly having with more motorists. Hmm. Uh, but that problem's also going to go away as we automate vehicles. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know how long, I don't know how soon that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so taxes. Yes. I don't know how to convince people taxes aren't too high though. Oh, well, your argument was pretty good. It is, but nobody nobody listens. Everybody's like, ah, taxes are still too high. I don't get enough services for uh, what, what I pay. Equate it to uh, in paying law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, educators, oh, a little less educators. People are, are, are really behind education right now. Well, what do you Especially do? Especially public schools. What do you do with a, a, a place like Franklin County? Mm-hmm. So our public schools, 60% of our public school in Franklin County mm-hmm. is paid for by the state. No, like I, I, in, I like public schools. Richmond, more north of Richmond, mm-hmm. or honestly for us, Richmond in Richmond, send us tax money to pay for our schools. But it kept on Is Yeah.
like a worn out needle tripping right across said groove he said there's a silence it's creeping in darkness but why look for answers when there's nothing to prove give me a savior it takes me away give me a blanket and a space Instead